Hello, I'm your host, Gillian Semler. You're listening to Let's Talk, brought to you by Citilets and Arla Property Mart Scotland. Let's Talk is a dedicated property show for the world of property letting, investment, legislation, personal stories and much more. If you want to get in touch, just reach out. Let's Talk at citilets.co.uk. Today I'm joined by Jack Gallagher, founder of Glasgow-based Western Lettings. Morning, Jack. Good morning. Thank you for coming in. Now, firstly, I think we need to mention your recent award of Highly Commended for Residential Letting Team of the Year at the Scottish Home Awards, sponsored by City Lets, and we need to get that in. So you must be feeling very proud of your team. Well, it was, it was, a, it was a great night, actually, for us, um, and it was great that... Uh, uh, KD Media could pull it off and we all enjoyed it um, and we were thrilled yeah, to, to get the highly commended award. The team were over the moon really and they usually are when we get these awards. Well that's the thing, cause it's, not your, it's not your first award is it? Western Lettings are in fact your multi-award winning agency because what other awards have you won? Well we, the other uh, main awards we've got are more UK based, so the negotiator, uh, we entered, that was our first award in 2017. Uh, we went down to London, that was a great sort of, you know, gala ball kind of event. Um, and we got best letting agent in Scotland there and third in the UK. Well done. Um, and, um, and then we did the Estes for a couple of years um, in 19 and 20. Mm-hmm. And um, we, we got a couple of esters for best for landlords and tenants good. in each year Very so that was good. they were great as well great events um and the team you know they're so um motivating for the team to go yeah. to these events and to win as well i mean it's it's a bit of a lark just to go but it's great to win absolutely and getting highly commended was fantastic we knew we had a an uphill battle against omega but you know, we tried. Well done. Well, I mean, you founded Western Lettings in 2008 and the agency focuses entirely on lettings and management. So it's been a deliberate decision to not encompass property sales or investment within your range of services. In fact, your company motto is do one thing well. So tell us more about your thoughts behind this approach. Um, do one thing well. I mean, it's just part of me. I don't know where it came from, but I think it's good to specialise. Um, um, and rather than sort of reach out into different, you know, uh, businesses and areas, you know, to really get to know your craft a bit, I think it works in the sense it makes you better, obviously, if you specialise. But also, I think the world is moving that way um, because people, you know, more, are increasingly searching online to find specialists you know it helps to be one um, and to to have a, a little bit of evidence that you are actually a specialist in a certain thing in a certain area rather than and it, you know the temptation is always there to you know shiny object syndrome is always there encouraging you to go out and you know do new things more exciting things but i think it we get excited about just getting better at all the time at, at what we're doing Good. Well, I mean, to ensure your landlords maximise their rental income potential, as well as minimise the time to let um, for their properties, Western Lettings offer a service called property preparation. So tell us what this is. I mean, it really comes back to when I first started the business uh, um, because um, 
you know, we, I, wasn't, I wasn't coming from a property background um, and I hadn't really been in the city for mm -hmm. a long time. what was your background? Um, well, IT, my background was really IT and traveling. Yes. <laughs> traveling. So I'd been away, you know, since I, I left uni, I left the city and I, and I came back. So I wasn't, and I didn't have property background. So it, we needed a, a kind of, a way to get in the door and the way was, this was in the depths of the recession, a lot of, there were a lot of reluctant landlords out there and really my pitch was, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll refurb your property at our expense um, and then we'll, we'll let it for you and, and um, recover the cost of the refurb from the rent. And so we project managed the, the job usually, well I project managed the job for, for free. Great. And and used my own capital to fund it, mm -hmm. and then recovered it from that. So those landlords usually quite appreciated that because the alternative was often uh, repossession. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I bet they appreciated it. And and uh, so it kind of or 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 not being able to rent the property anyway because it, it was kind of run down. Mm -hmm. So um, that's the way we started, and so it's kind of. It's still part of our DNA, you know. We we still do that. It helps as well because we get, you know, we get a better, nicer, more attractive rental stock. So we always, if we go out to meet landlords and they don't really want to to spend or invest in the property, we'll we'll do that for them, right. and then recover it from rent. Okay. Well, the amount of independent, positive, and glowing reviews from landlords and tenants for Western Lettings is is incredible. What do you think is most important to landlords when looking for an agent to manage their property? I mean, I think the one word there is really trust. It's really, you know, uh, landlords, especially our landlords, we, 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 we have a lot of, um, most of our landlords just have one property. The vast majority of them have one property uh, and they're really emotionally attached to it. Um, they're not, you know, big investors, uh, uh, they're not multi-property landlords with, you know, high yielding stock. You know, they're generally interested in preserving the one property they have rented out, and they tend to find their way to our door. And they they just want. I think our landlords, almost without exception, what they their concern is that you are not going to have their best interests at heart mm. when you're managing their property. They're often remote abroad. Or, uh, certainly outside Glasgow. I think we did some analysis recently and I think 67% of our landlords don't live in the Greater Glasgow area. Right. They live, most of them live in the UK outside the Greater Glasgow area. So they, they're not on the ground and they just want to be confident that you're going to have their best interests at heart. And that, I think that's what we convey and what, that's what we try and do is mm -hmm. actually act with our clients' best interests at heart yeah. all the time. Good. Well, I mean, from your reviews, what do you think tenants then appreciate most from their agent? Well, they, they, they appreciate re response. You know, that's what they want. They want someone to, when they've got an issue and they email or call, they want someone to respond, either pick up the phone or reply to the email and um, deal with the issue. Um, and I think, you know, a big part of what we do is try and get better all the time at doing that. Um, and most of our reviews, actually, uh, the rave reviews we've got are from tenants that really appreciate that. And the, you know, the checkout process, we're a bit, you know, we are quite 
consultative at the checkout process, mm -hmm. you know. We've got, you know, we tell them how it's going to go. We send them videos, you know, you know, to let them know how it's going to go and that we won't be deducting any money from their deposit unless we absolutely have to. And we give them instructions on how to avoid deposit deductions. And they like all that. Absolutely. And, you know, we try and avoid it as wherever possible. Well, Western Lettings provide a free online valuation tool powered by CityLets. Can you explain the benefits to landlords? Um, well, I have to say that it's been that that valuation tool has been great for us. Um, clients really appreciate it. We've got a kind of uh, following of investors that you know that, that kind of log in every weekend. We we don't pursue them so much, but you know there are a lot of people that use that tool, and obviously. Uh, trust that tool and I think one of the reasons why we've we've kind of stuck with that well we we onboarded the tool and we've we've stuck with it is that I wanted to have a valuation tool that was local that was accurate and and had um, uh, you know a lot of data to support the the numbers that it was coming up with and I think that's what the the city lights valuation tools got um, and so, you know, I think landlords, uh, even quite well-informed landlords that use it, can see that the results are quite accurate. Mm -hmm. You know, and they, they just they 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 like it. Well, the CityLet's latest quarterly report shows that there was much movement within Glasgow itself as tenants search for larger properties, most probably um, seeking extra working and outdoor space for themselves while still wanting to live in the city. Did you experience an increase in demand for larger city properties too? And, and you know, did you get any requests for special features that you wouldn't normally be asked for pre-pandemic? I, mean, I think the thing to say is we, we, we specialise in the west end of Glasgow. Most, the vast majority of our, our, our letting stock is in the west end of Glasgow and it's one and two bedroom flats. Predominantly, we've got a few, you know, three and four bedroom flats and some HMOs, but... Um, we didn't really see that. I mean, we don't have homes with back and front gardens in the suburbs. Mm -hmm. um, so I guess if you're a elected agent that has those properties, you, you might have seen that. But we didn't. I mean, we did see, you know, there's changes taking place. Obviously, uh, presumably people are moving out to the suburbs in certain places. And, but we're still seeing strong demand for the stock, you know, the letting properties we've got. And um, we can see behavioural changes. You know, people want to work from home. People want pets. You know, there's that, you know, anecdotally, we're seeing huge rise in number of people declaring pets <laughs> at the point when they apply to be tenants. Um, sometimes maybe people are looking for bigger properties because they're fearful about the future. Um, they want to move in with friends. They might be renting on their own. They want to move in uh, to reduce their exposure or reduce their, the burden of their rent. So we see a bit of that. Mm -hmm. but, well, England experienced a shift in renters actually wanting to move out of the cities to more urban surroundings. However, as mentioned previously, the quarter three report showed that the Scottish cities were by and large unaffected and that tenants were moving within Glasgow rather than further out. Um, in fact, Glasgow recorded the highest average monthly rent rise out of all the Scottish cities by 4.7% year-in-year to um, 841 Whereas the other Scottish cities recorded either a kind of marginal drop or rise. So what was your experience with supply and demand during quarter three? Well, it was absolutely crazy um, coming out of lockdown. Um, 
it was actually pretty crazy in lockdown for mm -hmm. us. Um, I mean, yeah, there, there was the, the pent up demand. Um, there was a general overhang of supply, um, you know, and you, so you had those two coming together, you know, uh, uh, you know, unleashing pent up demand with lots of supply. And then um, the other thing was we, we didn't, we stayed open uh, throughout. Uh, so, you know, we, 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 we were handling all our, our, our tenant movements during the pandemic and during the lockdown, sorry, and afterwards. Um, the demand, the demand July, this last quarter, the third Q3 was absolutely crazy. And uh, we would put, uh, we would put, typically put a West End one bedroom flat on of an evening. And by the morning we would have 20 notes of interest on it. Um, I think people were uh, sort of, you know, because we had, we had kind of migrated to an online, uh, process for onboarding new tenants fully online anyway before covid so i think people knew that and it was driving you know it, 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 there's pros and cons i mean people were then putting in notes of interest for every one of our properties so right. you know you, people were desperate as well that was a, a big factor that uh, uh, a lot of letting agents were shut everyone furloughed difficult to get people but we were there and so we were getting just you know uh, people beating a path to our door, uh, tenants anyway. Moving over to the side of, you know, with the property market having closed, obviously, um, after March, the Scottish Government have now assured that the property market can remain open across all five tier levels, obviously provided the necessary guidance is adhered to. So with this in mind, what do you think? What's, what's your view on what we can possibly expect from quarter four for Glasgow? No, I don't. I don't pretend I can see into the future, um, but I, I, I would say unless something really dra dramatic happens with the sort of the tiers and the levels of lockdown, I would expect things to continue pretty much as as a as a fourth quarter. Mm -hmm. I mean, well, we we you do you get that tailing off in November and then particularly in December. And then the big spike in the second week in January in the rental market, and I would expect that to happen as normal. I think December will be calmer than normal, mm -hmm. even you know, um, because people just don't want you know don't want to move in December at the best of times, and at times like this, they will particularly not want to be moving. Um, so I expect a, a pretty normal winter, but perhaps a. Uh, quieter than normal December. Right. And for Western Lessons as a team, because you're, you're quite a close-knit team, a very close-knit team, so how do you sustain this, you know, just now during current times when employees aren't working together as much in the office? Yeah, well, we tend to... We have a few in the office, um, and we sort of rotate round if people want to... Well, the way we've, we've kind of managed it is if people want to work from home, you know, they, they can. And if they really want to come in, we'll try and accommodate that. Um, I spent a lot of time working from home during the, the first lockdown. Um, so we've kitted people out with uh, machines at home. Um, we still do our Zoom meeting. Um, we still do our morning meet. We've always done a morning meet, 8.45 to 9 o'clock. Um, and people come in by Zoom now to that meet, which is great. Yeah. Um, so that keeps the team 
you know, together in a way. And um, one other thing we've got is we use a messaging app that nobody else uses or has ever heard of called Line. And um, and so it's nice to have a tool that isn't WhatsApp or just normal texting. Uh, you know, um, but when you get one of the notifications that it's someone on the team trying to contact you. So um, people like using that. And you can do video calls with that as well. Right. Um, so that keeps it keeps us kind of together, you, mm -hmm. you know, works quite well. And what about, you know, let's end on a, on a more personal note, what does Jack Gallagher like to do out with Western Lessons? Because your LinkedIn profile depicts a, a bit of a nautical side. That's nautical, uh, not naughty. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I, to be honest, well, there's been, ever since, this year has been mainly the business, you know, uh, and it's been great. You know, lockdown has given us lots of opportunity to leverage technology and to onboard new technology. And I've been working harder than normal. Normally, I would have three, three, at least three months off every year. Right. Um, and I haven't had any time off this year. I had actually. Uh, I you had do an do, office move, didn't you? We had just do, up before lockdown. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we're, there were a lot of distractions around the time of lockdown with a, uh, an office move as well. Um, on that weekend. Um, normally I would have some sailing trips planned. Uh, I did get one uh, sailing trip out of the way in for a month-long trip in February. I actually came back just uh, in early March before lockdown from Mexico. So we did a sailing trip up the east side of um, Mexico um, in, the, uh, uh, in Baja, Baja mm -hmm. uh, Peninsula. Uh, for a month with in a friend's trimaran. That was a Fantastic. bit of an adventure trip there. So where do you normally go when you take three months off? I normally go say I go sailing a yeah. lot these years, these last sort of five, ten years I do a lot of sailing trips. Uh, but often in Scotland but mm -hmm. other places as well. Lovely. Gosh. <laughs> Not envious at all. <laughs> well listen, thank you very much, Jack. Thank you, it's been great. I'm Gillian Semler. Thanks for listening. If you've enjoyed the show, don't forget to subscribe to the Let's Talk channel on all the usual platforms, including Spotify, iTunes and SoundCloud, as well as on citylets.co.uk forward slash podcasts. And also let your friends know where to find us. Let's Talk is a dedicated property show providing insight into the world of property letting. More information on today's show can always be found on our show notes along with this podcast. If you want to get in touch, just reach out. Let's talk at citylets.co.uk.